cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields, and with me, as always, is Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special guest, John Monopoly and M1 of Urban Aroma. Gentlemen, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? Good, man. How you doing? How you guys doing? Doing well. Excited to dive in with you guys. And just for the record, uh, your locations, please. Uh, this is John Monopoly, and I'm in Los Angeles. Uh, this is Mutsul Olubala, broadcasting live from the planet Earth via Miami, Florida. So I'd love to learn a little bit about Urban Aroma and kind of the value that brings this space. Is it for the traditional operators or for the retail market? Tell us like what the platform currently is and then where we, we see it going in the future. Okay, so Urban Aroma is a uh, cannabis directory um, at its base, if I had to just say, start about where it is. Um, but it's definitely, it has branches and is a seed planted to grow in many directions. So um, it is a, a, a destination where cannabis meets culture, meets activism, and can grow into those places. Not only can you, you know, uh, it, through our SEO uh, and, and um, in the East Coast and gray market areas, put in where to find weed, um, anywhere up and down the East Coast, and Urban Aroma will will be the place that you will direct you toward, you know, the finest purveyors, um, you know, of boutique and quality cannabis that um, have, you know, the type of ethical standard that, you know, we have been used to from the West Coast for so long. But also along with bringing you um, where to find that, we're also going to explain the philosophy of why, why weed ain't legal in D.C. yet, you know, why there's a statehood issue, what's going on in New York, and what Mayor Eric Adams says about it or what the you know operation of cannabis management OCM is saying uh, we're going to bring you culture and a way to activate uh, and empower your mission to free the plant I think ultimately to free the plant John you want to kind of touch on how much cannabis has influenced the music industry oh wow so I remember the chronic album yeah <laughs> I mean you want to talk about influence right right I remember when it was still kind of cool to be a smoker. And then Dre dropped Chronic and everybody was smoking immediately. Like within three weeks of that record exploding, everybody was smoking. And it seems like it's been, I've been smoking ever since. There's such a, a big intersection there between cannabis culture and hip hop culture. You know, since the beginning of hip hop almost, I, I would say that cannabis has played a part. And um you know, it's definitely played a part in my life since I was very young, so. Are there certain strains and creative products that certain artists lean on? For example, does Kanye West have a preferred product or does a certain artist look for a certain product to kind of help them in an album in certain challenges? Or is it more just like the flower is the flower and this is the one I appreciate? Like how how specific is the the creative aspect with the, the artisanal craft? Ye doesn't smoke like that. We've smoked together a couple of times, you know, but... He doesn't have a particular strain because he doesn't, he's not a smoker. But yeah, I think there are preferred strains. And I I don't think it's one that I could name necessarily. You know, I know that Allen Iverson Viola is like a preferred strain. Of course, anything in the cookies universe 
is is super hot right now. Yeah. And definitely what young LB is doing with your jokes up and runs. I think between those three families, you get kind of like most of the preferred hottest strains today. So let's talk about the influencer partnership. Obviously, with with music and cannabis being so linked together, one of the challenges we've heard in the industry is that uh, bigger names are attaching themselves to strains and and creating brands in order to kind of push their likeness, but are, are really detached from the actual product and the plant. Do you see that as a challenge? Is that something that you've seen in your circle? Can you kind of take us through your opinions there? John, you want to go first? Sure. Um I've seen, you know, and I don't want to say any names, but I've seen very influential, huge artists that are cannabis friendly and cannabis promoters, two in particular. And again, I just prefer not to name names because I don't want them to think I'm kind of discrediting their efforts, but I'm, I'm, I'm watching them struggle. You know what I mean? It's like when you look at a guy like a burner or a young LB who are like huge stars in cannabis and some of our counterparts from the music side that are much bigger stars than them, right? That have millions and millions of followers and platinum records and world tours, but they can't figure out how to get the same traction in the cannabis space as they do in the music and lifestyle space. And it's, it's really challenging. Um, because there's just certain nuances that people buy into and certain things that they just don't. I want to piggyback on what Monopoly said, and I love it because you got a great mind in John Monopoly examining this. And that is, you know, if anything, if anybody knows what tricky is, meaning like delivering to a consumer a product than than John does, which he's done successfully um, in culture, in many ways, you know, it manifested in so many ways, whether it be albums or, or clothes or anything that comes through the mind of the artist. So, you know, I got to say that it's this, you know what I mean? Like when I see a brand and I see that uh, who it's attached to, I, I have to know deeply that this artist understands the plant the way I do. And it's, this is a very intimate way. It's cool that if you just smoke, that's cool, you know, but I'm talking about see it as medicine. And it doesn't mean you got to like smoke a lot like me or roll big joints or anything. It just means that you have that intimate relationship with the plant. And I think that shows. I think people can tell. I think people know burning smoke is big and good. That's the reason why they can trust that brand. You know what I mean? So if you don't see other brands taking off, it's almost because we haven't seen the intimate relationship you may have had with that plant. I know people have seen mine. That's for sure. Before we do predictions, we ask all of our guests, if you could sum up your experience in a main takeaway or lesson learned to pass on to the next generation, what would it be? Em, you want to go first? Nope, Manap, I want you to go first. <laughs> I got to think about that. <laughs> to a generation. <laughs> Work harder every day, be relentless, and no matter how many doors get closed in your face, never give up. Like the only thing I could think of, the first thing that came to my head was, Never give up. I can testify that right now, these are some crazy times in America, in the world. Prediction time. It's 2027. What type of events, releases, or activities are happening in New York to make it the biggest cannabis market in the world? You know what's being released? Licenses. They're giving licenses out. They're releasing that in New York. And guess what? It's not being done fairly. 
they're not considering legacy. They are giving licenses out and about to roll out the second uh, set of licenses. I think they're car licenses. And, and I just think that social equity doesn't do it. So, you know, what we're seeing along with every, all the new dispensaries that, that's happening in New York, which makes it an amazing place to be. Should, have you seen Washington Square Park lately? If you don't know what I'm talking about, then Google it. And I just think that if we're going to play this thing fair, you got to consider the legacy operators so we can be out there and we can be popping and make, you know, this as hot as the summer in New York is. So I'm, I'm going to turn your question that way. <laughs> I like it. That's right. I think by 2027, you're going to see retail in every borough just popping everywhere. Hopefully black and brown people will be represented in that group. I think you're going to see whatever version of Web3, there are going to be some NFT or Web3 activations that I can't think of how it would work now because I'm not so familiar with this space, but I know it's the next frontier. And by then, it should be a new version of that probably coming out and there'll be activations in the digital space. But again, more so than anything, I just hope that Black and brown people are represented when retail blows up in New York, because by then it'll definitely be popping. So gentlemen, for our listeners, they want to get in touch. They want to learn more about Urban Aroma and the Summer Series. Where, where can they reach you? Uh, you can hit me on Instagram at, at John Monopoly. You can always reach me, out, obviously, at one dead press RBG. But more than, than that, is go to Urban Aroma underscore at Urban Aroma underscore. We're building our social media. We, uh, you know, we've had, because of, you already know what happens with cannabis um, online. So, oh, yeah. you know, we, yeah. we, uh, we're developing, you know, ways to really communicate who we are and what we are. But if you hear this, then go to Urban Aroma underscore or even just UrbanAroma.com and uh, just check out what we have, who we service um, and, and the communities in D.C. and New York. We'll link it all up in the show notes. Thanks for taking the time, gentlemen. This was fun. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like, their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.